Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everyone. I'm delighted to be uh, providing you the, the latest installment of our transfer insight show um, and uh, I'm equally delighted to be joined by the Everton reporter at the Liverpool Echo, Adam Jones. Uh, good afternoon, Adam. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. How about yourself? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Just about over the uh, the Everton defeat uh, on Monday, but we, we're not here to talk about that. Let's, let's swiftly uh, move on from that. Um, but w- what we are here to talk about is an Everton player, actually, um, and uh, he wasn't involved on Monday because he's he's currently out uh, w- with an injury. But Dominic Calvert-Lewin, he's um, obviously a big talent and a big player for Everton Football Club. But he's also a player that has been uh, strongly linked with a, a move to Arsenal. Um, Adam, let's just start off by talking about Dominic Calvert-Lewin as a player. I know, obviously, as Arsenal fans will be watching this, they should be relatively familiar with, with Dominic uh, being as he is a, an Everton player. And we, we watch a lot of the Premier League, of course. But what can you tell us about Dominic Calvert-Lewin as a player on the pitch in terms of his qualities that he offers, but also his personality off it? Well, it's very interesting, isn't it? I think, uh, obviously, I think his stock has risen a lot over the last couple of years because you know, he started scoring a lot of goals. I think Carlo Ancelotti changed that a little bit in him, told him to be more central, be around, in and around that six-yard box to try and take those sorts of chances that were going to come his way. Uh, and that's, you know, changed him, thrust him forward into the spotlight now, England international, and, you know, quite rightly so. But I think Evertonians really like the fact that he's just such a hard worker for the team as well. And he's been showing that since he came to us. I think it was in 2016 that he first joined Everton. He's been been with us for a long time, played, played out wide for a little spell before he was put up front. He played, weirdly enough, at right wing back. One time under uh, Ronald Koeman, which I'm not sure was a was a very worthwhile experiment, but uh, that, it's it's that kind of attitude that he has that he will just play anywhere for the team, do whatever he could for the team. Over the last couple of years, he's obviously become a little bit more selfish. He's obviously wanting to get in and around the goals himself a little bit more. But you know, off the pitch, he's not he's not changed in the slightest. He's always been this you know outgoing, happy demeanor. You know, he's he's obviously a very very ambitious man as well. He, he wants to he wants to do everything to strive to you know achieve his own personal goals, but achieve with the with the teammates around him as well. And that's what makes him such such a popular figure with Everton fans and with his Everton teammates as well. So it's really it's really promising for us to see him uh, to see him doing well now. Yeah, I can imagine it is. I actually remember when Dominic Calvert-Lewin sort of first came onto the scene at Everton and it's been quite the rise for him um in only sort of the space of a few years really. Um, and you know he's he's proved himself um, that he can be that that main goal scorer, the main man up front for Everton. Um, 
we mentioned uh you mentioned a moment ago sorry about you know his character he hasn't changed off the pitch he's always focused and and very much you know a hard worker as well that is obviously something that Mikel Arteta looks for in in every single one of his players you know the attitude's got to be spot on the commitment's got to be there so you know when you look at it like that are you surprised and then obviously along with his goal scoring capabilities his talent as a footballer um, you know, is it really a big surprise to see Dominic linked with a move to Arsenal? Uh, probably not. Uh, I think, it, you know, obviously you've seen, you know, we've talked about his football and ability, especially over the last couple of years. You know, it was it, it, in the trajectory he was on, it was only a matter of time before he started being linked with other clubs. But, you know, he's over the last couple of years as well, he's very much focused on his profile off the pitch. You know, you'll see him at the front from cover of numerous magazines now these days that he just just does does what he feels like you know i think what was really interesting was to see him on monday night football a couple of months ago i think it was a start of last month wasn't it uh, for everton's game against wolves and you know just seeing him go on there and you know he, he didn't look out of place at all he's 24 year old lad he could have could have shied away and could have could have been a bit within himself but he wasn't like that at all he just exudes that's all the confidence he knows what he's talking about in terms of tactics he knows what he's talking about in terms of you know his own personal ability and his own personal ambitions as well so i don't think it's any any sort of shock to see that you know his as his profile on the pitch has obviously improved over the last couple of years you've seen his profile sort of grow off the pitch as well and i think again that's that's something that's really promising to see because uh, i think you know in the in the modern sort of football and world i think you're seeing a bit more of a disconnect between these Premier League players and you know the fans who go every week, don't you? And you know sometimes you'll see players who don't really have social media accounts, you know, for you know for good reasons in in, in some circumstances, of course. But you know you, you you just see that there's a certain disconnect. Whereas I think Dominic Calvert Lewin, he's always just wanting to get himself out there. He's wanting to project himself and do what he wants to do, do what he likes doing. And I think that's. It's really promising to see, and I, and I hope more uh, more players in the future take off that sort of route. Yeah, absolutely, and you know, and uh, it's it's right what you say. Um, you know, every time I've seen um, Carver Lewin play, he's a player that always um, does give one hundred and ten percent. He's always making to look things happen. He's very much a team player as well. Um, you know, when we talk about those links to Arsenal, then. And we consider the options that Arsenal currently have in terms of forward options, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, um, obviously your typical sort of pacey striker who looks to get in behind the, the back line. Got Lacazette, who perhaps isn't as fast, but again, his hold-up play is, is a main factor in, in how he, he performs um, and how he gets his teammates involved as well. The, the goals have dried up for Arsenal, it, it must be said, and along with Alexander Lacazette, you've got Eddie Nketiah, who also has, just like Alex, a year, under a year left, even under his current uh, deal. Um, so it's it's no surprise to, to see Arsenal um, being linked to, to many strikers in, in the footballing world. But is Dominic Calvert-Lewin what Arsenal need, do you think, Adam? Uh, you know, obviously we've been linked with so many names. Um, and uh, the, of course, the, the, the qualities that these strikers possess, they vary. Um, you're going to get a different sort of player uh, w- with everyone. So, you know, in terms of Dominic Calvert-Lewin's quali- main qualities and his abilities as a, as a forward and as a player, do you think that is what Arsenal are needing at the moment? I think it depends what Arsenal want at the end of the day and what 
system that Arteta is going to play in the future. You mentioned Lacazette and his hold-up play. Uh, I think that's something that's probably gone under the radar a little bit for Dominic Calvert-Lewin over the last couple of seasons. I think he's always been good in the air and he's always been you know, that sort of physical presence up front, but he's got so much better at that over the last couple of years, holding the ball up, bringing other players into play and then quickly turning and getting himself back into the box. That's been that's been the real highlight of his uh, of his game over the last few years. But in terms of like being a general you know, finisher, I think in terms of one touch finishes, you know, ones that are you know, a little bit instinctive, doesn't really need to think about them, especially with his head, of course. He's absolutely fantastic at those. With the ones where he maybe needs to take a few more touches, maybe he's got a little bit more time to think about it. I think that's still an area that he needs to improve. So if Arsenal are going to be looking for somebody who's, you know, on the last shoulder of the defenders, wants to burst in behind with the pace, Dominic Calvert-Lewin's got the pace to be able to do that. I think he's probably just behind Ben Godfrey as Everton's quickest player at the minute. But he might need to work on his finishing in those sort in those sorts of circumstances, one on ones with the goalkeeper. He's certainly getting better at them from the evidence from last season, but I, I do think that that's still an area in which he needs to improve. But if Arsenal are going to be playing a sort of system where they're getting the balls out wide, getting crosses into the box, then Dominic Calvert-Lewin is just, he's absolutely the perfect striker. I think in terms of forwards, he's probably the best header of a ball in the Premier League at the minute, which is, I know it's quite it's, it's quite a claim to make, but he is he is just amazing. The, the leap that he's got, he's already quite tall, but the leap that he's got uh, with him, uh, he can challenge any sort of centre-back in the, in the league, I think. So it, it really does depend on what kind of, system Arsenal play. I think he can adapt to any sort of system. I think he does have the physical attributes to be able to do it. As I say, he's quick, he's strong, really good in terms of the ball at his feet, bringing players into play, dribbling past defenders if he needs to. You know, he's got all those kinds of qualities. I think he's just better at some of them than others at the minute. So if you were going to play, let's say, you know, a system where he needs to think about his chances a little bit more, it might just take him a little bit longer to adapt. But I think, regardless, I think he'd, he'd be an asset to any Premier League team at the minute. Well, I think what you've just said there will definitely excite many Arsenal fans. And it's interesting, you mentioned his, his physical presence and not only just his strength on the ground, but in the air as well. And um, I think, personally, that is something Arsenal have lacked since maybe Olivier Giroud. Um, obviously, he's obviously very strong in the air and he's strong, um, got more of that, that physical strength as well. So, um, you know, it's something you can't really associate with Lacazette and, and Aubameyang in particular. So I think it is about time Arsenal did add something uh, different um, going forwards. Um, yeah, and he is still young. But, you know, it's obviously important to remember that Dominic Carvalho is still young. He's still got a lot to develop, a lot to learn. Um, and it sort of brings me to my next point, really, Adam. You know, obviously Everton have been going through their own struggles as a football club recently on and off the pitch. Um, and, you know, it's probably fair to say that they are or they can be a very in, um, inconsistent in terms of performances and getting those those positive results. Do you think that Dominic Calvert-Lewin, and bearing in mind, he's already done very well at Everton so far and he's already grown a lot as a player. Do you think that step up to Arsenal, potentially, if this move was to ever end up happening, do you think that step up? And that move to Arsenal would be good for, 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 for the player as well. Do you think he can become a better player than he is now? Oh, absolutely. I've got no doubts that he can become even better than he is because, you know, we as I say, we've seen it over the last couple of years how much he's 
improved. And that was essentially by being put into a pressurised situation when Everton sold Romelu Lukaku to Manchester United in 2017. He didn't really get another striker in, not somebody who was going to be able to replace Lukaku and be that lead sort of man. So Dominic Calvert-Lewin was effectively thrown into that position. You know, Wayne Rooney was brought in, but I think it was evident from that point on that he was probably going to be moved a little bit further back into the midfield rather than playing as a set striker. So Dominic Calvert-Lewin had a responsibility on his shoulders as I think back then he was maybe 19, 20, something like that. And, you know, he, he, he didn't turn into you know, the amazing goal scorer that Romelu Lukaku was or anything like that. But he fashioned himself a, a really nice niche at Everton. He, 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 you could see that he was desperate to improve himself. The green shoots were there for what we were. We would eventually see, you know, a couple of years later when somebody like Carlo Ancelotti was able to to come to the club and really, really bring that out of him. So, you know, he, he, he seems to take all of these sort of pressure situations directly head on just takes it on the chin and he goes right okay I'm going to adapt myself to this now and I'm going to be this sort of player so I've got well I think most recently we've seen that with his step up to England as well and I think whenever he's played for England he's looked he's looked pretty promising uh, you know ask, being asked to do a job uh, when Harry Kane's out of the side essentially which is you know no mean feast for it for anybody uh, I know that's a bit of a sacrilege thing to say on an Arsenal Arsenal show <laughs> but uh but yeah, like I, I've got no doubt in my mind that he could he could certainly make a step up to to anywhere. I, I've got to, I've got to say that I hope that he doesn't. Uh, I hope that he can you know continue to make this these sort of steps uh, with Everton. But you know if, if he does choose to move on, then you know I, I don't think there's there's any sort of challenge that's beyond him. As you've quite rightly mentioned, he's still still only young, even in terms of a striker. He's still only young. He's got his best years ahead of him. And I think he knows that as well. He knows that he's still got room to improve and I think that's what impresses me most about him as I said uh, previously he he doesn't focus on how much he's improved up to this point he's already looking ahead into the future on where he can where he can go from this point on and I think that's that's something that you've got to admire from a player of his age yeah absolutely I think most Arsenal fans will um, forgive you what you said with Harry Kane I mean after <laughs> all after all he's one of our own Adam a lot of people forget that actually. <laughs> um, yeah but um, but uh, you know yeah I'm um, He's exciting play. He's young. He's got a lot to develop. A lot to development to go through. You know, and I'm 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 on the same page as you, really, Adam. I, I think Calvert Lewin. He's you know considering how much he's improved as a player already, and the age that he's at, and the, the stages out of his career. I think he will only continue improving, and um and and getting better. I suppose the only concern at the moment is his his struggles with injuries. He's currently been out um for Everton, hasn't he? Recently with an injury as well. Um, as you'll know, and as an Arsenal, a lot of Arsenal fans will understand, the club has um, has their fair share of injury problems every single season, um, and uh, sometimes it seems like one after the other. But um, you know, th- this is this something Arsenal should be concerned about, or, or you know, at least look at when inquiring about. Uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin in the in the future potentially, you know, is it something Arsenal fans should be concerned about as well? If we are going to seriously look at the player, I, I don't think I'd be too concerned about any sort of injury issues. I think this season is kind of an outlier in terms of his you know, recent record with Everton. Shall we say? I think he's missed one or two games here and there through injury, maybe through a throughout Carlo Ancelotti's time, for example. But uh, this year has been 
you know, a little bit different. He came into this season with a broken toe and he played through a broken toe. I think he had injections to make sure that he played through a broken toe, played the first three Premier League games of the season, scored in each of them, but uh, picked up what, well, what was initially considered as a little bit of a thigh issue in the win over Brighton towards the end of August. And, you know, I think the only concern is how long that has, that has kept him out of the team. You know, he's been, I can't even remember how long ago he was back in individual training at Finch Farm. It, it did it did seem a while ago and it felt like he might be able to get himself back fit a little bit sooner than he has done. I think the player himself last month was talking about that he might be fit for the uh, the Merseyside derby at the start of this month. I'm not sure whether he was just, try, just trying to give Everton fans a little bit of hope or not, or whether he's had some sort of setback, but it doesn't, it doesn't look like he's going to be back anytime soon over the next couple of weeks. But... As I say, this isn't really a regular thing for him, and you know it's not as if that he's got recurring hamstring issues or anything like that. You know, this is this is seems seems certainly to be a one-off issue, and I think you know, despite how quite clear, evidently Everton have struggled in his absence, as I think any any Premier League side would at the minute with his with his qualities. He's just such a tough player to uh, to replace in the side. Richarlison's a fantastic player in his own right, but. You've got to change the system a little bit if you're putting Richarlison up front. Salomon Rondon didn't have a pre-season. He's still working his way back up to full fitness, I think, and he, even he's picked up an injury now. So, uh, so yeah, Everton just haven't had a, a realistic replacement for him, and I think that's probably evident like, to Everton's struggles over the last few weeks. But you know, this, isn't, this isn't really something that... Everton fans have been used to with Calvert Lewin. I think that's it's a one-off issue that Rafa Benitez has had to uh, has had to deal with, which he you know is very keen to remind people whenever he can that you know injuries to key players certainly haven't helped him over the last few weeks, which uh, you know is, is is very. Calvert Lewin is certainly one of those, and he's 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 not usually injured, so in being out for this amount of time is is a bit. Is a bit unusual, so uh, it, it's not something that I'd really be concerned about in terms of a transfer now. Oh, well, that's that's certainly reassuring to hear. Um, and uh, I mean, I say it's reassuring. We signed Thomas Part, and he hadn't had a single injury at Atletico Madrid, and since joining us, that the curse has well and truly come into effect. But um, yeah, hopefully that's that's not repeated uh, with any more new signings in the future. I mean, look. With any signing that Arsenal make in the striker department, they've got to get it absolutely spot on. I mean, I, I suppose that goes for any football club looking to add uh, a first team striker, to, you know, who, who's going to sort of take the club forward for many more years to come. Um, the next main striker Arsenal sign will, you know, most likely have the responsibility of taking over from Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, who's approaching 33 years of age now. Um, so, You've obviously the first part is getting the identification of of, of the the striker um, that is going to do a good job for the club, um, you know. First of all, but second of all, it's it's not going to come cheap. So obviously, we've been speaking about Carl Lewin's potential, his talent already. That obviously the age and and nationality, um, the fact that he's he's homegrown, plays a big part in prices nowadays for for players. How much are we talking, Adam? Are Arsenal going to have to break the bank for this one? Yeah, I, th- I think all all of what you've said there just plays directly into Everton's hands, doesn't it? You know, Dominic Calvert Lewin is essentially at the perfect age for somebody who's, who would be looking to to sign a, a first team striker. You know, he's 
Premier League proven at this point, I would say. He's an England international. He's only going to be improving in future years. And, you know, I think what's interesting is that Rafa Benitez said in his you know, most recent press conference that if Everton, even with Everton's financial issues that they've got at the minute, if Everton don't want to sell a player, then they don't need to sell a player. So it's not as if the Everton are going to be offloading some of their best players to uh, to get back on side of financial fair play regulations. That's just, that's not really going to be a factor, I don't think. So if, it, it, it would take a lot, a lot of money to it for Everton to be tempted to sell Calvert-Lewin, to be honest. It, it's really hard to pluck a figure out of out of thin air, but you know, you'd be looking at surely the likes of 80, 90, hundred million, like it, it, it's like it, it, it does sound a lot of money, but you know, in the current market, the the transfers are in. I, I just think that Everton hold all of the cards in this scenario. I don't think Calvert Lewin's necessarily the type of player who's going to be going to the club and going for trying to force through a move. He just doesn't seem like he just doesn't seem like that kind of player. You know, he's obviously an ambitious player, and he's going to want the likes of European football and trophies uh, over the next couple of seasons. But still, the hope at Everton is that Everton will be able to provide that to him. Obviously, it, it doesn't seem likely over the course of the last few weeks, but you know, Everton had their best start of the season since the 90s before before this recent run of form. So if they can turn it around again and somehow find their way into European football, the hope will be at Goodison Park that they'll be able to hold on to the likes of Calvert-Lewin, the likes of Richarlison, for example. So... Yeah, it, it, I, I just, I just can't help but feel that it's going to take an absolutely massive amount of money for Everton to consider selling Calvert Lewin because I really do think he's just, if nothing else, he's just one of the club's biggest assets at the minute, and they've, they've got to, they've got to set this stall out in, in that sort of sense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I agree with you there. Everton hold all the cards and. I mean, the, especially for one of their their best players, they're one of their most important players. They they won't sell cheaply, and um, you know, being a, a fellow Premier League club as well, who whose ambitions are you know increasing, and um, they're wanting to obviously get into Europe again. They've got some exciting plans for a new stadium as well. They are really going to try and get back to the biggest stages in football or Everton. Um, and you know, you mentioned it there reaching uh, an agreement on the transfer fee is one thing, but of course the player has also got to want the move as well. Um, you, you sort of touched on it there, Adam, but if Arsenal did come knocking in a year or two's time, do you think that is something he would look at quite seriously? It's hard to say, isn't it? Because I, I, I suppose it would depend, firstly, on what his situation is at Everton. I think, you know, the, realistically, you've got to look at you know, where Everton are at and what kind of promises are going to be made to him in the future at Everton. You know, I've got no doubt in my mind that he's probably made a couple of these promises when he signed his latest new contract with the club as well. That was back when Carlo Ancelotti was still here. So, you know, having Rafa Benitez in charge now, you, you, you wonder uh, how things might have changed. And, you know, you've got to realistically see where Everton finishing the table. Are they in Europe? Are, is there a realistic chance that they're going to be able to get into Europe and challenge for these trophies quite soon. And then obviously you've got to you've got to think of the same for Arsenal. How realistic is are there uh, opportunities to then get into Europe and you know get get back to winning trophies again in the near future. I think what Arteta's doing in terms of the young players at the club kind of does set up set up really nicely for uh, the next two, three, four years at the future for Arsenal. So that I think that's 
I think that's maybe a little tiny bit more certainty than it is at Everton at the minute. So it's it's just really hard to say. But then you've got to you've got to factor in as well that if you know word gets around that Dominic Calvert Lewin may be for sale in the future, then I, I highly doubt that Arsenal will be the only club who are interested in signing him. So it it would really depend on which other clubs were coming in. Would they be able to offer? The same amount of promises in terms of you know game time because obviously he wants to be England's lead striker at some point in the future as well. That's just the kind of player he is. He wants to be the Premier League's top scorer. Is he going to get enough time on the pitch to be able to do that? Is he going to be able to win trophies at this you know prospective new club wherever that might be as well? So it's 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 it is really interesting and it's really hard to predict. I think you can only you can only know when you get closer to the summer or you know. If you spoke to him himself, of course, I, I suppose like right now, it, like as I said before, he doesn't strike me as the kind of player who's gonna, you know, throw his toys out the pram or try and force out a move or anything like that. You know, he's got, you know, Everton fans have got a, t- a ton of respect for him because of because of the way he's been uh, with the club uh, over the last few years, and I don't think anything like that's going to change uh, over the next few months. Well. I've been impressed with Dominic Calvert-Lewin every time I've watched him play, and he's certainly an exciting player. But Adam, you've you've made me even more excited for this potential transfer if it was to ever happen. We obviously know Arsenal are looking for a striker. That it's been reported that they have considered Dominic Calvert-Lewin in the past as well. Whether or not he will be their first choice come the summer, most likely, that remains to be seen. But um, Adam, I really appreciate you joining me today to chat all things Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Um, we'll have to wait and see how things go. Um, but wishing Everton all the best for the rest of the season as well. Um, apart from when we play them, they've already got the one over us. So um, I don't want to repeat of that. But, Another um, double. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed. Let's hope that that isn't the case. Um, not for us Arsenal fans, anyway. Um, again, it was a it was a disappointing result the other night. Um, but, um, you know, I think I'd ha- maybe have a different opinion on Calvert-Lewin if he did play that night, scored and, and was celebrated like crazy in front of the Arsenal <laughs> fans or something. I don't think um, there'd be much love lost there. But, um, yeah, really appreciate it, Adam. Um, I hope everyone's enjoyed listening to what Adam has had to say about an Arsenal transfer target. But until next time, keep following us down the Arsenal way. Oh, yeah!